Welcome to Songwriter Trysts, an intimate podcast that is connecting songwriters from all over the world. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. To support the podcast and follow our journey, you can find us on songwritertrysts.com. Welcome to a songwriter tryst with Laura Loverite. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Where are you coming from today? I am in New York City. Oh, nice. You know, it's one of those places that I would love to get to, but I've never Same. been yet. <laughs> yes, I want to come to you guys too. <laughs> yeah? Let's swap. Yeah, I'll, definitely. I'll, I'll Let's host trade. you. <laughs> I'll good. host okay. you. I'll show you where the good coffee is and all oh, the Oh, I would speeches. love that. Yes. <laughs> but I you have to promise me that. the same. Last time I yes. went to San I think it took me about five days to find good coffee in San Francisco. I don't. <laughs> oh, well, I'm in New York. It's everywhere. Is it good coffee yeah. in New York? Yes. It's not. <laughs> probably better in Australia, I would say. We have really good coffee. And I, I, I didn't realize how spoiled we were that. for coffee yes. until I went traveling. <laughs> I couldn't find yes. good coffee. <laughs> I like to start this podcast by getting you to share who are you and where do you come from? My name is Alora Lovelight, and I um, am out of New York City. I'm an R&B artist, and I am a singer, a songwriter, a producer, and I've been making music all my life, (laughs) and recently released my newest single in September, Erodicy. Yeah, I saw that, and I've had a list. I'm going to talk about that. So how did you get into songwriting? Tell us about your musical journey. When did it start for you? Oh my goodness, how'd I get into songwriting? Always. I've played the piano since I was very young. My mother was a piano teacher, so I kind of came out and was like, teach me. (laughs) And yeah, I love it. I I fell in love with the piano right away. And then I think that I was a, a shy kid and, you know, I wasn't like superstar performer like I was very shy I was um, not in front of my family but like in public and I think I felt like music was like where I could connect very early on and I just always loved the whole process of making music and the intricacy of finding a chord progression on the piano and then writing a song, you know, these chords feel sad and then writing a song Mm. like that, or these chords feel happy. Then I, I was in the church choir. So that's probably where I started singing and hosting the worship band. And I was on like the local radio as a teenager. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. How did, how did you go Um, from being in the church choir to being on the radio? It was like a little local radio station. I still mm-hmm. visit there every time I go see my mom. But yeah. yeah, and they were kind enough to, you know, let me come play my guitar. And my cousins called in and, you know, it was very cool. Yeah. Probably one of the first times I was like, ooh, I want to do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so cool. I can relate to that. I started piano really young as well and I was really mm-hmm. shy. And it was where I connected mm-hmm. to music. And my yep. parents were pastors. So I learned in the, the worship cool. industries. In the yeah, church. very aligned. And it's... It's it's an intense way to learn music, but I've heard that yes. from so many people that church and community and like not just family but extended community in that environment like a church environment is such a great way to cut your teeth on on so many skills outside mm. of the school, you know, a school environment. Yes, what was absolutely. it like for you? How did it fit into your family life? 
My family was very musical. My mother, you know, of course, she was um, a piano teacher and then she went on to be a choir teacher at school. And mm-hmm. then my dad was in business. So music business kind of landed on okay. me. But yeah. And then my all my brothers kind of played an instrument at one point. It definitely was my like passion and my calling. But yeah, we came from a musical family. We love music. So it's always been awesome. in the house and in the church. And yeah. So when was the moment when you decided that it was actually going to be something that you did outside of, you know, high school and and church Hmm. stuff? Yeah, I, my mother asked me, you know, what do you want to go to college for? And she was very like, specific about like, I'm not going to push, you know, I'm not pushing you into music. And I was like, I I don't want to do music. And, you know, I thought, oh, everybody says they end up hating it. And of course I, you know, get to school and it's like, what do I do? And I'm like, I'm good at music. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I did end up pursuing music, music degree in actually composition in, in writing songs. I really have always loved the composition of music and and the lyrics. And I studied that in school. And that's when I think I was like, I really want to do this with my life. I would like to get to know you. Like my television, I remote control you. school I had moved to Los Angeles and I worked for a film composer in Hollywood and we were writing you know orchestrating the music and then I ended up being a part of that studio and they were like oh yeah use the studio whenever you want and I was like wow awesome yeah and then <laughs> like this you know million dollar studio and I had the keys because I was yeah. you know in charge of the office and that's when I kind of was like wow this recording thing and writing and that's really yeah. when I really fell in love with it yeah Wow. So, yeah. I mean, you've only just released your first single, Erodicy, this year. Yes. What, what was the journey between sort of all that work experience in school, working with a film composer? Like that sounds like a dream job, if I'm honest. I love that it sort of stuff. It was so cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what was the journey between getting there and then finally releasing your own music? Yeah, I have released music in the past under a different Mm -hmm. name. So I do have quite a bit of experience releasing that. But I got to a point with my songwriting and my artistry that it felt like stagnant, I would say, or stale. And it was like, what we're doing is not working. The vibe of the music I was putting out, the look that I kind of had, I still think I was at, honestly, really up until the last few years, I think I still hadn't identified who I was as an artist. I knew I loved music, but I didn't really know what my identity was in terms of myself as an artist. And I think over COVID really kind of makes you sit in your room and, you know, really reflect on life because that's all there is to do right now. But no, it really did. It really made me think about being intentional about the way that I look and the way that I speak and the way that I perform and what kind of music I want to put out. And it's been, like you said, it's always a journey up until this point. But yeah, all of that leading up to this point was a discovery of who I am and what I want to have as my mark, so to speak, as an artist. Yeah. 
that's such a beautiful thing as well. And you know, I've been there, you know, that constantly questioning who am I, what am I, what am I yes. supposed to do with my Every life? Song like, yes. That, that is, makes us good songwriters, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're good questions to ask yourself all the time. But I, I definitely have been through that journey of always being like that and being stressed out about not knowing. Yes. And now I, I call it my second life where I'm like, okay, I know now. <laughs> and yes. like it's, it's still good to reflect and check in and go, all right, am I still doing what I want to do? Is everything I'm doing still aligning with who I am? But right. before it was more like I don't know who I am so I can't align with who I am because I don't know what right. that is. And that's, yes. I think that's actually a really beautiful time in life to, to you know, really question things. Was it COVID that really instigated that in you or was there something else going on in your life that kind of pushed you to dig deeper? It was, it was a combination of the fact that I had moved to Atlanta a few years ago for music and I was pursuing a few opportunities with music that didn't really work out the way that I thought that they would. I really believe that like everything is on the path of unfolding. So yeah. it was a crazy experience for me, but actually was like, once I heard this really great analogy about how we're like a glow stick and we have to be broken in order to shine. Cool. And I thought that, yeah, yeah, that's a good one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that always stuck with me. I think I heard it in a sermon, but yeah, yeah it always stuck with Best me that like, sermons. totally. Yeah. I think that's, that's the circumstance that, that I was in is that it really kind of made me break down all of my insecurity, not all of them. Cause we all have them still, but like what my insecurities about, why am I not putting myself out there as an artist as much as I want to? And mm. am I being safe with my songwriting, which I think I was, am I, you know, pushing bounds and, you know, and I, I, I was never that kid. I was never that like break the rules and be edgy. And mm. I was shy and uncomfortable and oh I could sing and I was good at that so I would do it in church but yep. it made me get to a point where I was like kind of on my own down in Atlanta and yep. it really made me dig deep so I was in Atlanta and then COVID happened and I was yep. extra by myself so it was yep. a really interesting time of digging deep and really going there and deciding if this is what I'm really going to do I'm going to do it right and I'm going to you know go as hard as I can and push all my own bounds and things like that. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. I really, I love, yeah. I love hearing when people do that and get out of their comfort zone, you know, cause it's, yeah. someone said on another podcast, I said, comfort zone is where dreams go to die. And I was like, Oh, that's Ooh, <laughs> interesting. I like that. Probably uncomfortably true, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I like it. And I, I love that you have to be broken to, to shine. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is something that we all experience pain, but mm. Action usually only follows anger and anger usually comes from pain of, of, of mm -hmm. something. It's just the, the cycle of emotions and that's what we do as artists. So what's, tell Wait. us about Erodicy, this new single that's come out. What, what was the – how did that come about? Did you co-write it with yeah. someone or – Yes, yep, I did co-write it with somebody. I mm -hmm. um, So I ended up being in a writing session with – Sugar Ray of the Double X Posse. He, they had a number one Billboard hit in the nineties, um, several actually. Mm -hmm. And I was, yeah, I had the opportunity to write with him, and he's a brilliant songwriter, really, mm -hmm. really great. Really challenged my songwriting skills of, you could say that more creatively. And yeah. <laughs> let's be like, yeah, like you know, hat and cat, and you know, like let's rhyme a little bit more slicker and and things like that. So he definitely made me up my game on that. We ended up listening to some music one day, and 
he was trying to help me pick my next single. And he was like, what else, you know, what else do you have? What other music? And I, you know, I have a cat, we all have a catalog, right. Of like, Oh yeah, yeah we did this. And so I kind of went through it. There was a, a beat that I had made that I just kind of made as a exercise for myself because mm-hmm. I wanted to just explore, like, can I make different types of music? It was very different. And I ended up playing it and he was like, that's it. That's the single. And I was like, wow. really? <laughs> I, it was totally not, I was when I, you know, played the 20th song or, you know, it yeah, was not one yeah. of the first, like, Oh, you like this. Yeah. It was different. And it was, it was a little bit more edgy and a little bit more dancey and club vibe mm-hmm. and not safe, you know, like I, I was <laughs> yeah. like, really? Are you sure? And yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And we ended up writing the whole song that night, which is, you know, a lot of great songs come from sessions like that. Yeah. And we wrote it that night and it came out amazing. I'm so happy with it. And I would say it, it's probably the best, thing that I've done so far, yeah. which is great because it's my most recent, you know, the hope you hope the next thing is the best thing. Yeah. You always hope that. always getting better. So yeah. Right. Always getting better. Always getting better. Yeah. That's, that's kind of the birth of the song, Eradicy. Okay. But can you tell me about like what your ideas were when you were co-writing the song? It sounds like you, I mean, you're with someone who was very experienced and it was out yes. of your comfort zone. It's a very sexy yes. song. Yes. What, <laughs> help it, help me understand sort of the, the thoughts behind the song, the story of the song, um, yeah. what you were thinking about when you were. Yeah. So, so the song Eroticy, which is funny, is that I had done an interview with a podcast the other day and they were like, you know, Eroticy is not really a word. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> actually, nobody's ever said that to me before. But truly, the word Eroticy is a word that Ray actually had made up. And he was just, <laughs> yeah, we were in the session and he's like, but what about, you know, we wanted it to be sexy and classy, but we wanted it to be creative. So it was almost a game in the sense of how do we write this song in a way that is not explicit? It Mm. does not even have any curse words or anything like that. Somebody asked me, is there a clean version? And I was like, no, there's no, you know, it it, it is (laughs) the way it is. And people are like, but how it's called the Odyssey, but it, it was fun. It was, it was a difficult we wanted to write a song that was classy and sexy and we played with this idea of eroticy that's like how funny that this is this it makes you think sexy it makes you think alluring but it's not even a word and so that was kind of the birth of like how fun if we could write this song and make people feel this certain way without really you know by being really super creative with the lyrics yes So yeah, well, we made it. That's right. (laughs) I think that's awesome. Thank you. That's really cool and fun. All right, awesome. So, tell me about the co-writing experience. Have you you've done a lot of co-writing? I hear you teach co-writing and stuff like that as well, or or at least songwriting. Songwriting, I do around that. Um, I actually haven't truly done very much co-writing. I did okay. a little bit when I was in Atlanta. I've had different experiences in terms of co-writing. Like mm-hmm. when I was working, you know, in Hollywood, that was sort of a co-writing in the sense that, you know, they would play the music and we would have to figure out what notes and then we would have to like be like this chord goes here and you know things yeah, like that. Yeah. So that's that version and then with Ray, it was very much a hot like completely 50 50 he'll write a lyric i'll write a lyric he'll say something and i'll say yeah but what about this it was very back and forth which is my favorite you know i haven't done much of it but it was like 
it seems to me that's how co-writing should go is very playing off of each other and he'll be creative about something and it'll make me be more creative and he'll be yeah. more creative and, and like that, you know, you don't want it to be all yeah. one way. It was fun. No, uh, uh-uh, definitely not. So yeah, it was a great experience. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that sounds like you had a good experience there. And I agree. Like I think with songwriting and co-writing sometimes it's kind of like pulling teeth and other times it's yeah. like dancing, you know, it's just fun <laughs> and it's it's okay. Yeah, that's a beautiful analogy. Yeah, working out whether you like it or you don't like it, and yeah. So, yep. what about in your experience? Yep. I mean, you've done so much. You you've studied it. You still loved it. You after you studied it, the church environment <laughs> in Hollywood and now New York. What would you? Say? You've been everywhere, man. Tell me about your experience <laughs> and what you would say your best advice is to someone who is starting up. Because I feel like you've done everything. Mm. Now, now, what would you say? is the best place to start? <laughs> oh gosh, that's a really good question. I think that I, like what I tell my my students that I work with and my people that I coach is mm-hmm. that everything has to count. You can't, and this is something that I had to learn later or that I'm learning actually now of, mm-hmm. oh, I did that thing and I thought it didn't work, but actually it, I learned this and now I'm using, you know, X, Y, Z. That yep. would be my biggest thing. I would tell any person starting out is that you don't be a superstar overnight. Like Beyonce is Beyonce because she has so much experience because Mm. she sat in front of a camera so many times. She's done an interview so many times. She's performed on stage so many times in heels so many times, you know, it's not, (laughs) you don't wake up and like, that's, you know, Oh yeah. Yes. There is a natural talent that comes with being an artist, but there's so much, which I often am such an advocate. You have to self artist develop because labels and independence and all these different things, we live in such a fast paced world that everything is instant gratification. And Mm -hmm. I'm guilty for sure of like, well, I want it tomorrow, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I feel like everything I'm doing is making me better at at every piece of being an artist, every conversation, every interview I do. I take it really seriously because to me, every single piece is like a piece of the puzzle, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you can't just glaze over it. Exactly. And people are like, enjoy the journey, you know, like, but it, it really is true. It really is true. Yeah. It's one of those things, especially with, just life in general, but I mean, with this creative artistic journey, we have this vision and yes, we want the vision to happen like yesterday. But a part of the fun of creating is picking the colours and picking the yeah. type of paintbrush you're going to use and where it's going to go on the canvas. Like that, that is the joy as, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. creating and writing the song, you know, and producing it. And then once it's released... I just want to do more of creating. I don't know. Yeah. What's <laughs> next? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's not so much about, yeah, like the, the success or the numbers or how many people love you or hate you or whatever, you know, all of that stuff because mm-hmm. that's never going to be satisfying and it's completely out of our control. We have right. no control over anyone else in this world but the stuff that makes me feel good is just the, that, that actual creative exercise. So why would you want to wish that away? You know, and if you don't enjoy it, right. it's not going to get more fun. <laughs> right. Okay. No, there's a lot of people who don't who don't enjoy that 
and then mm. you can't get it back, you know? And I had to learn that a hard yeah. way of doing, you know, like work, people are like, whoa, you worked in Hollywood for a film composer in a million dollar mm. studio. And it's mm. like, I was so concerned about getting to the next that I don't think I fully embraced that experience. And so yeah. I am very particular about trying to set an intention before an experience. So I know, hey, let me be present. Let me enjoy this. How is this going to make me better? Let me yeah. say something that affects people or, you know, have an impact or things like that is, is part of being an artist. Yeah. And it, it is so hard to just enjoy the moment and be present. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds, it sounds stupid like, cause you're always, always. <laughs> well, you're always physically present, right? Like we're yes. always where we are. That's, that's yep. where we are. But mentally we can live our entire lives in the past or in the future or in a place that is not where we are. And that's so easy. It's such a, it's such an easy trap to fall into. It's the worst. The best place to live is in the present because it's the only part that you can control and it's the only part that really exists. Everything else is just fantasy, you know, or maybe something horrible happened in your past, but that's exactly where it needs to stay in the past. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you don't need to deal with the consequences of that. I'm not going to, you know, things will come up, especially if they're traumatic or, you know, quite serious, but you still get to choose how you deal with those emotions and that, that consequences of that experience in the present. And Mm -hmm. that's a, that's a daily choice. We all get trapped in it, but yeah, the more you can be in the present and enjoy the moments that we do have, I think the better life is. I agree. Totally. Getting 100%. really deep here. Yeah, that's right. That's right, guys. <laughs> the deeper than the songwriting. That's right. <laughs> that's what the songwriting's about, though, is get to Totally. Deep, 100%. Deep hearts, you know? Yep. Tell yep. me, if, if you could co-write or work with anyone in the world, living or dead, who would it be and why? Oh, that's such a good question. And uh, my answer is always different because there's so many good ones. But... Right off the top of my head, somebody I really would love to work with in the present is Chris Martin from Coldplay. I think that he Mm. is one of the best songwriters that is out there. I would be honored to write a song with him. And because I think he is big on, like, he's not very specific about structure and this and that. I get lost in that because it's my training. Is yeah. you know like but that chord doesn't fit and it's like uh, okay but you know but um like I get so frustrated yes. when people are in a co-write and they're like no you're not allowed to do that and I'm like watch me <laughs> don't watch tell me what to do me. yeah so watch you would be good it. for me <laughs> right, right. I didn't um, do the training though for the same reasons right. that you did. but you know uh, I didn't yeah. scared of losing it yeah totally but yeah Chris Martin for sure I love Bruno mm. Mars I think he's a great writer Billy Joel of course forever mm. yeah there's so many out there that I just I can't name them all that genre anybody who's like great at jazz Elton John great at the piano you know Lady Gaga is somebody that I really really adore I think she yeah. is phenomenal I would love to work with her there's so many there's so many <laughs> I hope that I'm attracting all of them by putting it out there so what what but, is yeah. your plans for this year do you have plans to release more music doing shows yes. what's going absolutely. on absolutely I am working on a new single now that we will probably put out in February or March. Then I would love to do an album towards summer. That's kind of my goal. And then pending that we get back to some kind of normalcy, I would love to do a tour in the fall. So that's kind of my like 
blueprint idea of this year. But the truth is that honestly, I'm really loving the traction that Erodicy is getting. It's it's doing really, really well. And it's kind of my first like baby that's really out there and doing really, really well. And so I'm again, back to like the whole living in the present, I'm yeah. really trying to embrace that and be, you know, every day I'm like, how are the numbers and how's this? And it's stressing right. about things out of our control. But mostly I, I really want to let Erodicy kind of do what it's going to do. But yeah, yes, absolutely. We'll have new music very soon. At least a single kind of another little appetizer to keep people, you know, and then yeah, the album definitely will be on the heels of that. So yeah. That's exciting. And I it is. I wish you all the best with the album and Thank you. I, I, I'd love to hear more. Of I mean, course. Yeah, we've only got one song to listen to. And we're going to put a teaser um, in the podcast for people to hear. Awesome. And go, and, go and stream it. Go follow. We'll put all of your links to all of your socials and your music in the description of the podcast, which will be on the app that people are listening to it now. But Great. there'll also be a specific blog on the website somewhere at trist.com and we'll have all the links on there as well and people will be able Great. to listen in and follow and support your journey and we'll just keep watching you and watching what comes out and watching the development of this new brand. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really brave because it's it's such a massive exercise to reinvent yes. yourself in this way, mm-hmm. you know, to, to start from scratch. But it also gives me lots of confidence to know that you're you're feeling like you know who you are now and what your plan is and I can tell you've just got such good passion and, and love for this yeah, and I just want to encourage you in it and I look forward to seeing what comes next. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm excited to grow along with people. I think people are kind of starting to get to know me and I'm starting to get to know me. So it's kind of a fun (laughs) thing to like do with your fans of like, hey, let's all figure it out. You know, so I'm really excited about this next chapter. And I appreciate you having me on. And I love I love the topic the topic of songwriting and what are we really talking about and what a lot of people like they bop along to whatever but it's Mm. important to know the stories behind song you know I love it yeah I mean music's such a therapeutic thing and it it comes from somewhere for me it's like when I love the person I love their music so much more when you really get to know the artist yes um, absolutely or vice versa if the person's not nice the music doesn't have the appeal Um, And that's where I guess PR and publicity is is important to get it right. But that's just the journey of an artist and we never really know each other as well as one knows yourself. So you just keep having faith. Is there anything that you would like to share before we finish up? The podcast is completely yours. Oh my goodness. I just, I hope that that people will kind of come along this journey with me and that they will kind of find me, come find the music and find me. They can see my, my website is lovelightsoundmusic.com. So that that's where they can find everything. I do do courses for musicians. I also teach teen girls about confidence and, and things like that through music. And I love all of it. I love everything I'm doing with music. So yeah, if people want to learn more, they can go there or follow me on, on Instagram at a lower love light. And yep. I'm excited. I'm excited to connect with your audience and other audiences and keep growing together. Well, I look forward to seeing you, especially when you come to Australia. Yes. Put on I will a show there. for sure. That'd be great. But thank <laughs> you so much that. for joining us. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, thank Laura. you for having me. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for joining our songwriter Trist today. 
To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website songwritertrists.com.